Good morning, basketball world. Welcome back to the NBA Moneyline Podcast. This is episode 61, and I am the self-proclaimed NBA Picks guru, Damian Palace. I took the day off yesterday, if you haven't noticed. Uh, we're nearing Christmas, and I got a lot of gifts to buy, not to mention I have, like, other obligations in my personal life. And, uh, you know, I do this for you, and sometimes I can't do it all the time. I can't give you it every day, because it takes... I have, to write the, I have to write the script. I have to look up numbers. I have to, you know... I don't just come up on here and talk shit. I, I, I'm trying to be right. I'm trying to help people make money. So um, there's there's a good amount of preparation that takes place before the podcast that um, that I need. I don't want to rush it to you. I could just come on and just give you the picks. But what good is that? Uh, I watched a couple games last night. Of course, I watched the Lakers get spanked by the Wizards. And um, I don't understand the Wizards at all. Obviously, Wall and Beal are tremendous talents. But how the hell, outside of those two guys, do they ever win basketball games? Like, there's nothing there. No real talent. I'm happy they traded Kelly Oubre because, good lord. It felt like he was 0 for 68 this year from 3. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't stand watching him. So, you know, uh, Austin Rivers, who's a guy I think has a lot of talent, just hasn't reached it yet. Um, they got rid of him also. Uh, they'll have Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza, I believe, started his... Is it the Knicks or the Wizards? One of those teams he started with. And that's that's somebody. They're going to win going forward a lot more games because they have the veteran Trevor Reza. Well, I wish the Lakers got. But I will say something I noticed. I think it's sad that we'll never see John Wall. We may never see, excuse me, John Wall in a deep playoff run. He has a small window of maybe three years of playing at this explosive rate um, where he can just single-handedly take over a game. I would love to see him before his career is over deep in the conference finals, game six or seven, crowd going bananas because John Wall just had a huge block against the glass and then went coast to coast for a big boy and one and he's flexing in the crowd. He's throwing up blood gang handshakes with people in the crowd. Am I a greedy fan because I want to have that moment? I think John Wall deserves that moment. And the only way we'll ever, ever see John Wall who's... His passion is up there with, with the likes of Westbrook. Uh, is if he gets, he leaves the Wizards. And you know, he seems like an extremely loyal guy, but for the sake of his legacy, that man has to get the hell up out of Washington. He needs to get out of Washington almost at the same speed as Donald Trump. And that will be my first time making a political statement on this podcast. I don't know if it'll be the last because something tells me Things are going to get juicy in uh, the series called America in the next couple of years. But uh, let's talk about the NBA series. Or the series of, I don't know, serious. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the games. Let's talk about, we have a few matchups. We have Milwaukee minus three and a half at Detroit, 225.5 on the total. The Bucks have won three of the last four. Middleton and Brogdon uh, missed their last game and are questionable tonight. I think the Bucks are the better team, but definitely need those guys because they help they make their squad much deeper. Um, the Pistons ended their six-game losing streak, and uh, they also ended Boston's eight-game winning streak Saturday night. They 
gotten their boy Bullock back, which helps space out their offense. And I'm going to take the better team. The possible injuries and playing on the road are my only concerns, but the Bucks are still the better team, and they've played better than the Pistons this year. Um, I'll take the Bucks minus three. Phoenix plus one and a half at New York, 221 on the total score. The Suns hit the road, trying to win their third in a row after trading Trevor Ariza. Uh, before those wins, things were looking pretty bleak, losing 10 in a row. And of course, no one expects them to make the playoffs this season, but I don't think tanking is the way to go. I don't believe in it, especially with a young core. You don't want these guys just getting used to the feeling of losing. It's, I play sports. You don't want to get used to that feeling because you might as well just chalk it up as losses almost every time you're on the court. Uh, the Knicks are struggling. They need their players to really be more consistent. Hardaway and Moutier is all they got. Um, by all they got, that's who they bring. That's who's bringing it every night. Dotson, Robinson, Lee, Cancer, uh, Knox, they all disappear from time to time. The Knicks are really struggling while the Suns are playing best ball they've had all season. Um, the one thing I've noticed about the Suns is that they're completely awful on the road. Uh, they really struggle. So I'm going to take the Knicks minus one. Chicago plus 13 at Oklahoma City, 212.5 on the total score. The Bulls won their last matchup against the Spurs. I think they were double-digit underdogs, and they won by like five points. And I told you guys, December is the month to bet on Bulls. There's like a car commercial that's been ringing in my head. December's the, remember, the, the month to remember or some shit. But what I'm trying to tell you guys is this is the month for the Bulls um, because they're, they're as healthy as they're going to be. Um, and Vegas still is unsure how to price them because the Bulls are still unsure how to do their lineups. The Thunder seems to be having a really hard time lately, losing three of the last five. I mentioned last week that their play is way too erratic. They do not take care of the basketball. They do not value the basketball. Over the last five games, Russell Westbrook has 27 turnovers, including one game where he had 10 of them bad boys. Think like a quadruple double that game if you include the turnovers. But that's an average of 5.4 turnovers per game. And I don't care who you are and what you do on the court, that's unacceptable. You get 5.4 turnovers a game. First of all, you do 10 turnovers in one game. That means you, you were just launching the ball up. Like you were really, really careless. And I know Westbrook's asset is his speed and, and explosiveness. But even at a Westbrook 9, like if you just tone it down from 10 to 9, even at a Westbrook 9, he's still more athletic than 95% of the league. He's still faster than them. But that's not the suggestion I'm going to make. The suggestion I'm going to make is they try to move Westbrook over a little bit off ball and let Dennis Schroeder handle the ball a little bit more. Um... I'd like to see Westbrook receive the ball as a, on a swing as the defense is trying to rotate. Imagine, just imagine Westbrook with a half-step lead going baseline with all that momentum and force. Somebody is ending up on a poster. But I'm going to stick to my guns tonight, uh, and I'm going to say the Bulls beat the spread. They've been practicing so damn much with your new coach. They better be freaking good. So Bulls plus 13. Sacramento plus 8 at Minnesota, 232.5 in the total. I feel like I figured out the Kings, but then Vegas provides these tough spreads, and then I realize I'm just up against the machine. Uh, Shumpert is questionable, and looking at last week's box score when these two teams played and the Kings won, they really didn't need Shumpert. Shumpert had a bad game, played over 30 minutes, and still really didn't produce much. The Wolves went 0 for 4 in their four-game road trip, and we'll be looking for some hometown loving tonight, some home cooking. Uh, it's clear they're better at home, as most teams are, uh, but did... The recent losing streak really messed up their confidence because I thought they were playing very good basketball. And then lose four in a row can really, like, can mess with people's psyche. 
Okay, remember how to close out games and win? You know, four days is like about a week. That's about a week's worth of games. Bad week for them. Uh, Kings beat these guys last week pretty convincingly. Uh, they also have the better all record. Only thing that concerns me is they're playing in Minnesota. But I'm still going to take the Kings plus eight. That's a lot of points. Utah. Ooh, I didn't even... Let's see. Uh, I didn't really fight write the full notes for this. Utah plus five at Houston, 212 on the total. Jazz are having a tough time right now. They split their last 10. Chuck three their last five. They did, however, beat the Rockets last week by 20. The Rockets and the referees have won three in a row. I think James Harden's on the free throw line right now, getting ready for uh, the 20 free throws he's about to shoot. They are looking much better. Um, the Rockets are starting to score the ball more, but they're really relying on James Harden and the referees to help him out. Um, I don't know if Chris Paul breaks out of his shooting slump tonight. Utah tends to have pretty decent defense, although it's been shaky this year. Uh, I'm sure, based on their history last year, they'll, they'll know how to handle the Rockets. They'll know how to guard up. Uh, that's, a, that's a shot I just threw. I'm going to take the over tonight. I'm going to say over 212 because I can't call. I don't know who's repping tonight. And these guys, these refs seem to matter when it comes to the Rockets games. Uh, I forgot what the name was, but there's one ref. He's, he, every time he ref the Rockets game over the last five games, the Rockets have won convincingly and beat the spread. Not saying there's something going on there, but maybe that guy's a little sympathetic, or maybe he's just not used to how uh, James Harden draws his fouls. Philly at San Antonio. This is an even matchup. 224.5 in the total. Sixers are kind of cruising under the radar. I thought after the Butler trade, the media would be pushing them in our face a little bit more. Uh, when they focus on defense, they're really tough to beat. They have the ability to get up to 130 when they're out there forcing turnovers and running the floor. Spurs have won four of the last five. Seems like they figured out something during that run. They uh, finished up their long home stand, and that's really helped. All five of those games were at home. In the last four games, no team has scored more than 100 points against them. And I don't want to put too much value in the recent defensive success of the Spurs because those four teams who didn't reach 100 points were the Clippers, Suns, Jazz, and Bulls, all teams that have been really struggling to score the ball recently as well. I'm going to lock the Sixers. I don't think the Spurs are ready for that many offensive threats tonight. Portland plus two at Los Angeles, taking on the Clippers, 218 in the total score. Two teams that had moments of looking real good, and then moments of confusion this season. Blazers that dropped to the eighth seed in the West and can easily fall out of the race if they don't shape up quickly. They did, however, beat the Raptors in the last game, and the Raptors have the best record in the NBA, so who knows? Speaking about teams who need to shape up, the Clippers also have dropped six in, four out of the last five, and have lost three in a row, getting blown out by the Spurs, Raptors, and the Heat recently. Without their bench unit really producing, it makes it hard for them to get in a row. Back when they were on top of the West, they were getting insane contributions from uh, Montrose Harrell and Lou Will. That slipped down a little bit. Lou Will has been banged up. I don't think he's playing tonight. And it's shown on the overall bottom line. Really, really tough call here. Both teams struggling. I'm going to have to take the Clippers simply because they're home. Actually, forget that pick. I'm not going to take the Clippers. I'm going to take the over. Uh, hoping the Clippers can find some points. Uh, lock the over tonight. Last game, Memphis plus 11 at Golden State, 209.5 of the total. Uh, the Grizz are turning back into who they, we thought they were. They've lost four of the last five, and they haven't scored over 100 points in a long time. Uh, they played pretty decent defense, but Marcus Saw has, I don't think he's helping them much. I don't know. You need him on the floor, obviously, uh, but he seems to be underperforming in the offensive end. I'm sick of him shooting freaking threes. I'm starting to think he has an injury of some sort, maybe something with his feet because his feet look slow, and I know he's always been kind of sluggish. He's a big boy, but something's going on there, and when it comes out in the news, I'm going to I'm gonna dedicate a whole episode and name it I Told You So. 
the Warriors look like they got their mojo back. They won four of the last five games. They look pretty good. Almost like the Warriors are used to seeing. I'd imagine the Grizzlies won't be able to contain them. That grind style doesn't really work when you have guys pulling up from 40 feet. Look for the Warriors to win big tonight at home and cover those 11 points. Moving over to FanDuel putting my lineup together and I always tell you use my lineup as a skeleton and then make some small changes in and out based on the matchups you like. Um, I'm going Chris Dunn, Emmanuel Moudier, Donovan Mitchell, Clay Thompson. I can't pronounce this name. Bijalcia. I think he's on the Kings. Uh, Kobe Tid, Markinen, Draymond Green, and Aiton. And that wraps up episode 61 of the NBA Moneyline podcast. Of course, I am Damian Palace. You can reach out on Twitter at NBA Moneyline, Facebook fan page at NBA Moneyline Podcast. And we're still putting up the website. It's under construction. It's going to be NBA Moneyline, as well as the Instagram account, which is NBA Moneyline. Pretty easy. Best of luck on all your bets tonight. Um, don't drink and drive. It's only Monday. Not saying you should do it on any other day, but come on, on a Monday, you degenerate. Uh, and that's about it. Good luck with all your picks. And remember, basketball never stops. <laughs>